1: limitations apply see terms at discover.com slash credit card winter is coming heavy rain sleet snow and ice are your tires up for the challenge tread confidently in winter's worse with the new set of tires from tire rack they sell only the best like the full line of pirelli tires go to tire slash sports tell them what you drive your tires will be shipped fast and free to you or to one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be.
2: It is the Odd Couple. I'm Chris, he's Rob, and we are live from the TireRack.com studios. And shortly after this show, guys, our podcast will go up. And if you've missed any of today's shows, be sure to check out the podcast. Just search Odd Couple wherever you get your pods. And be sure to also follow, rate, and review the podcast. Again, just search Odd Couple wherever you get your podcasts. And you'll see today's show posted right after we get off the air at 10 PM Eastern. Also tell your family, your friends, spread the word that the I couple is in full effect. Bottom of the hour, we got Chris Vanini, senior writer at the Athletic and a college football writer. So we'll obviously talk about Jim Harbaugh and the college football playoff and so on, et cetera, with him. And also, of course, your time to shine in trash talk. It is trash talking Tuesday. So you get thirty to forty seconds at the end of this hour to uh, trash anyone or anything in the world of sports, even one of us or both of us, the eye couple. Rob, who you trashing today?
1: Trashing the uh, Panthers owner.
2: Oh, Chris. There you go, David Tepper.
1: Really throwing a drink. I mean, like, what are you? What are you doing? I know you're rich. You got money to burn. It's just unbecoming. And and. And the NFL did the right thing to come on. Absolutely, what are He's you doing? Honestly, it could have been worse. What what are what are you doing? But but throwing a drink on somebody and having to pay three hundred thousand. I know everybody said, "Oh, it's a, it's a, it's it's jump change," but still. You shouldn't have to give up $300,000 for something so stupid. If somebody, if there's an issue or something. You could have just gave that
2: fan three hundred.
1: dollars <laughs> They would have been much Chris. happier.
2: <laughs> do, you, do you know what I'm saying? Like, like I just don't understand. That would have like, been cool if he had given the $3,000 to the fan. The three, league all, had made him give that $3,000. 300000 300 th- right. $300,000. 300, but
1: I'm just saying, like, like Dude, that fan's what, what, begging what are you the What are you doing? Like, really, you're an adult. That's what you do. you going throw a drink on somebody and Chris, we talk about it all the time. Everybody has a camera, everybody. Yeah. There's nothing you do in public, Chris, that's not being recorded. Nah. I, the, uh, what was People it? should uh, know that by now. Urban Meyer, bouncing a girl on his lap at, at, a, at a sports right. bar, Chris, right. what, really? You think nobody has a camera on
2: you, Urban Meyer? You think nobody has a camera? On you, I don't even get that. I think, Rob, some people, and particularly Tepper, and, and Meyer obviously is as rich as Tepper, but, you know, he's been in a privileged position for decades, right? As a great football coach and in those football towns, he gets to do whatever he wants and everybody loves him and he's king. So I think, Rob, a lot of people in those situations, uh, maybe if they aren't athletes or entertainers who I guess would get used to it, Rob, but they think, they probably just think they can get away with, with anything. You know what I mean? Tepper probably, since he became wealthy, you, pro- the, you know, in a lot of cases, you can buy your way out of anything. And I, that's the only thing that would make me think uh, of why you would do something like this. Or, you know, I guess you can just forget that everybody's got a camera. You know, because that can happen sometimes.
1: Uh, yeah, I just think if, if the guy is being uh, unruly or loud or, you know what I mean, disrespectful, Chris, send security over to have him escorted yep, out the building. Yep, that, that's yep. all. Like, so that's like what we expect, the mature adults. Right. But not, I mean, if the guy is not, you know, like disrespectful, using some sort of language, just voicing his opinion, I'm, I'm not like saying James Dolan, if somebody says sell a team, he, he wants to throw them out of the building. That's not to me, uh, enough. It would have to be vulgar or some, some sort of situation like that.
2: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. Uh, I'm glad the league took action. Like I said, they could have taken more, and I would have been fine with it. But, you know, you just can't. As an owner, Rob, and, and, and there is, look, even though these guys are incredibly wealthy and that gives them much power, you know, you are also accountable to your fans, though. Cause fans can, I mean, if if the fans want to be like, look, first of all, you put garbage on the field, and you now you're throwing a drink at a fan, you know what? We're done with you. Like you, that that could cost the the franchise all types of money and the league, and so it could really snowball. So you just got to be careful. Hopefully he's learned his lesson, um, but you know we will see. All right, Rob. Um, Let's move on to Chicago. Now, Justin Fields, the quarterback for the Bears in his third year and uh, really coming on strong. Uh, last, the, the Bears, he's led the Bears to four victories in their last five games, including a victory rob over Detroit, which obviously, you know, is, is going to the playoffs and a division winner. Um, the third seed looks like they'll be in the NFC. Uh, and only a three-point loss to Cleveland, which, you know, is making hay in the AFC. Did they, did they beat the Lions? I thought they lost to them. No, nah, they beat the Lions 28-13. They lost to them first by five. Okay, that was the and one where two they gave later, it away. They gave it away their yeah. game
1: in Detroit. Remember right, they were and that was a that close game.
2: game too. Yeah, right. so, right. so, so they play. Okay. Even when they've lost, they've been right there. And so they've been playing well. And now, Rob, there is some debate, at least on television, among the talking heads of whether or not the Bears should just say, you know what, Justin's our guy. Use that first pick they're going to get from Carolina, trade it for, you know, likely with a team that still also has a high pick, and get some other players as well. And then build around Justin Fields as your quarterback. Maybe get him another receiver um, and and things like that. Obviously, just build up the team around him. Uh, or the other option is, should they just draft Caleb Williams and trade Justin Fields? There was some talk today, a report that they could get a second-round pick for him. Um, you know, I know their dream would be to get, higher pick like a first rounder but with we'll, all the we'll teams see.
1: that need quarterbacks Chris you might get a higher pick for somebody Yeah cuz he I,
2: yeah I agree like Atlanta is a team that he would look good in a, in a in the black and in red in Atlanta and there's other teams like you said but what where are you on this do you think it's actually become a legitimate debate now
1: I I I think it is this If it is a debate Chris then you probably you then you should move them cuz this shouldn't be a debate if Justin Fields was all that, you wouldn't even be debating whether or not to move off of him. There would be no debate. It should be that clear, clear cut, and it isn't after three years in the NFL where you'd go, oh, no, we have our quarterback. We're set. We're going to go add other pieces. The idea that there's even a debate and there's some people who want him and then there's other people who don't and they want to move on tells me that you need to move on. Because if there were other quarterbacks, Chris, say somehow during the early days of – I can't use Patrick because he already won. I want to say somebody um, who got off to a good start, Uh, C.J. Stroud this year, Chris. And somehow Houston got through a trade. They got the number one pick again. They're not – there's no – nobody would say to you, oh, no, get rid of him and uh, C.J. and get Caleb. Nobody. And that's what I'm saying, Chris. It, should, it has to be like that to, to make a move of, of that proportion, of, to not make a move. It should be that obvious. And if you're the Bears, who, Chris, we've talked about it for a long time, they've never really had a great quarterback for a long – like a franchise quarterback for a long time. And if you pass up on Caleb Williams and this dude becomes that guy – you will, you will never live it down. I just think, you know, like that is, right. you better be sure. And I don't think everybody is that sure or 100% sure about Justin Fields. And that doesn't mean he can't play. He doesn't belong in the league. He's not a starting quarterback somewhere else. But whenever you have a chance to upgrade, you upgrade. And, and I, I remember in Detroit, I think we've mentioned this before, the Pistons got off to a good start with Rick Carlisle as coach, Chris, and then Larry oh, yeah. Brown became winning available. winning 50 games. Right? Larry Brown became
2: available. Yep. And
1: what they do? They got Larry
2: Brown. Yep. Yep. Well, and, and Rob Mark Jackson in Golden State, they were winning 50 games. He was right. They were already winning. But they, they took a risk, and obviously it worked out. Um, look, Justin Fields has played much better uh, this season. He's had his best year. He is in his third year and I know guys develop at different paces, Rob. Some guys will develop, you know, they'll need a few years. Some guys will come right in like a CJ Stroud. Um, and I know he also hasn't been in the best situation, right? Hasn't had great pieces around him. Hasn't had, you know, the best situation with the coaching staff and, and things like that. But I'm with you, Um, and I, you, we, we talk all the time, Rob. You and I are not fooled by all the, the scouting reports that say five superstar quarterbacks are coming into the happen. draft That's, every year, right? I mean, phony. We, really, it's phony. we rave like, oh, these five, you get one of them, you're cooking. No, you're not. In fact, Rob, how many top picks Baker Mayfield's was having a little bit of a resurgence – um, Marcus Mariota, the second pick. Sam Darnold, the third pick. Right. We could go on and on. Trey Lance, the third pick. People About love Sam Darnold, Chris. Picks. Right, right. That that just didn't Zach Wilson in, in New York, number two pick. Like, so Caleb looks great. Um, but obviously, you know, the end of the season, he had his, some bad moments. His backup went in there in the bowl game, Robin, threw six touchdowns. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which made you think twice. But um I think if you, you know, you do your homework, you do your due diligence, if you feel as good about Caleb as you did, let's say beginning of the year, you would have thought if we get a chance to get him, great. Then I think you go ahead and get him. Cause one, it does set, you know, financially, you've got three, four years to find out if this is your guy without having to pay him a lot of money. And Rob, that is like the San Francisco model was let's get a quarterback in his rookie deal. They thought it would be Trey Lance and not pay him a lot of money because he's a rookie or on that deal. And then we can put great pieces around him. And, you know, it became Brock Purdy instead of Trey Lance, but they obviously have great pieces around him and they're in a a position to maybe win the Super Bowl. So you you have that opportunity to do that if you just go ahead and get Caleb. Because, Rob, I know you don't have to pay Justin this summer, but it's coming pretty soon. It'll probably be next summer or the summer after that. And so I just think for those reasons, because I still do have doubts, and most of Caleb's great great moments are running the football um, his passing numbers still aren't like awesome. Sixty-one percent completion, Rob, this year, and sixteen touchdowns, nine interceptions. Now I know he's been hot lately, but I'm just saying it's not like you know he's been you know lighting it up for three hundred yards a game for for a stretch. I, I in just, fact, th- he's only averaging about two hundred yards passing a game.
1: I don't know how you could look at that and 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 be like. You don't want Caleb Williams. I just, his body of work, Chris, and you're right. The end of the season wasn't great. Uh, USC had a lot of issues defensively, Chris, and I'm not saying that they didn't play in it. Because when you're down big, you know what I mean? You got to throw every down. The defense knows what you're doing. It's harder. It it just is. Uh, When when you can't run the football and they can tee off on you, basically come for you. But anyway, my point is, I, I just would not pass up Caleb. He had too much success. Uh, if you liked him, as you said before, don't don't move off of him, because it's th- that pick. If you don't take him, and he's that guy, oh and he my becomes God. like Mahomes or something, right? Yeah, yeah, you never you will never live that live down. It
2: down. And Rob, even in this five game stretch where they've won four or five, uh, Justin Fields has four passing touchdowns and three interceptions. I mean. That that's lighting the world on fire, that's, right? They've won some of the they obviously won these games, four of them. But that's not, I mean, that's not enough to make me pass on a guy that, you know, four months ago everybody was talking about like he's a generational talent. So I'll I'll take that risk if I'm the uh, Chicago Bears. All right, eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox, eight seven seven nine nine six sixty three sixty nine. Your turn to weigh in, um, Justin Fields or Caleb Williams in Chicago. Who do you want your next couple Fox Sports Radio?
3: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week
4: to plug you right into the NBA grapevine.
0: All happening in only one place. This league uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes.
3: And me, Mark Stein.
2: Join us as we team up to expound on everything
0: we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein. On the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you
4: get your podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury
2: of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at gamebridge.io. All right, it's the Odd Couple. Chris Broussard, Rob Parker, live from the TireRack.com studios it's your time to weigh in on Justin Fields or Caleb Williams. If you were running the Chicago Bears, would you trade Justin and draft Caleb? Or would you trade the number one pick? You can get a lot for it uh, and keep Justin Fields and build around him. Your thoughts? 877-99 on Fox.
1: Kevin, in Culver City, you're on the odd couple Fox Sports Radio. What's up, Kev? Happy New Year.
5: Guys, good. Happy New Year, fellas. I appreciate that, man. Good to have you yeah. back, Chris.
2: Thank you, man. Appreciate um, it. Happy New Year.
5: Yeah. So thank you, thank you. You gotta, you gotta really be careful with this because. You know, Caleb Williams is a great quarterback. I think Justin Fields was the second-best quarterback out of this class with Trevor Lawrence, and I think we could all agree that he's the second-best quarterback out of that draft class with Trevor Lawrence. And Caleb Williams had a great, great career at USC, Heisman Trophy winner. But when you look at a product, you look, you look at a product like a player like Marvin Harrison Jr., who might be another Calvin Johnson type of talent, coming out, you don't want to take Jamarcus Russell over a Hall of Famer. I'm not calling Caleb Williams Jamarcus Russell, but I'm saying Marvin Harrison Jr. might be the next Calvin Johnson Megatron. You put him with a guy like Justin Fields who's on the come up with a DJ Moore Cole Komet, you might have a potential juggernaut in the um, NFC North. I mean, you know, I'm not... Is he on the come game. up?
1: Yeah, like Chris yeah. just gave you his numbers. Right. I, I just, it's not I,
2: like he's throwing the ball all over the yard. Now, look, he has some great highlight plays. Yeah, They've won yeah. some games, but I think Rob would agree, too. Look, the Bears were horrible, yes. and teams take them lightly. And, and Chris, you, to, know you know what I mean. When did when did they start winning? When the right. season was over, when they were basically done. Yeah, right. I mean, they 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 got an outside
1: chance. You know what I mean? But like, Chris, when the season started, they yep. were, they were horrible. Like right. seriously, like
2: I, right? You got to look at that too, Kev.
1: You know what I mean? It does happen like that. We look at numbers all the time. When are you getting your numbers? When the yep. season's over, or when it when it mattered?
5: Yeah, like, yeah. I just wanted- you want to try to stay the course with those guys. And, you know, I'm not comparing them to like Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill, but if you have Marvin Harrison Jr. and Cole Comet, you have some good weapons there.
1: Got All right. One. Well, well, let me give you some numbers. Thanks, Kev, for the call. Since joining you the league it. in 2021, Chris, Fields is among the, uh, is last among 38 qualified quarterbacks uh, in fourth quarter interceptions, 16. 36 in, 36 in completion percentage, 56.2. Thirty third and quarterback rating, in thirty seven career starts, Fields has surpassed two hundred twenty five passing yards. Chris just six times. Eighteen uh, NFL veteran uh, starters, I should say, average at least two hundred and thirty yards per game uh, this season. So, so the numbers just, you know, what, what you talking yeah. about. He's like you come said, up, they came. They're late. not there, right? They're the numbers there. aren't
2: great to begin with. But their win streak, they're out of the playoffs now. Their win streak Rob, came. You know, you know teams are taking them lightly. And some have messed up because of it. But still. Right. All right. Let's go to uh is it Joe Lou?
1: Jola. I'm sorry. Jola in Dallas. You're on the Odd uh, Couple Fox Sports Radio. Sorry about that, Jola.
5: Oh, yes, sir. No, y'all are good. The real uncles of the airwaves. About just talk to y'all, man. Happy new year. Appreciate Happy that. Happy New Year, Thank man. You. Thanks
2: for calling. Yes,
5: but no, man, I could not disagree with that previous caller anymore. I mean, if they don't get off of Justin Fields faster, I mean, I mean, look at the Las Vegas um, uh, Chargers. They have Justin Herbert. There's no way they're getting off of Justin Herbert. Look at Joe Burrow. He got his knee obliterated. Right. And he came, went straight to the Super Bowl. Uh, after that, there's no way yeah. you, you got to get off that. I mean, there's been enough proof. You just stated uh, stated the facts, Rob. I mean, y'all are spot on. You got to. Well, the, I mean, the, the, the quarterback. It's got to it's be the, if you're going
1: to make that move. Oh my God! It's got to be obvious, like right. Chris, like like that, like like Come like on. Justin Herbert. You're
2: not going anywhere. I don't care what's right. happened. You're not getting off of Justin Herbert. You're not and right. All the, if you look at every quarterback in the league that, you know, is viewed as a top quarterback. They showed you right away, within the first couple of years. Even Josh Allen, you know, came on strong, and and, and third year was fantastic, right? Jalen Hurts, Rob, who really had a long way to go as far as throwing the football, he showed it to you in his third year. Like, this is Justin's third year. I mean, obviously, Mahomes, Lamar, Burrow, Herbert, they showed you right away. C.J. Stroud, you know? And so, like a Geno Smith, Rob, he's an example of a guy that comes on late and is pretty good, but he's not, like, one of the top quarterbacks. No. You know what I mean?
1: I mean, he's had a nice resurgence, but I'm with you. I don't want to wait eight, ten years or whatever it's been
2: for him. It was a
1: long time from when he was drafted by the Jets. I mean, my God, most fans don't even remember that.
2: Russell Wilson showed you right away, right? So – all right, Um, it is The Odd Couple. I'm Chris. He is Rob. Remember, Trash Talking Tuesday in about 15 minutes, 877-99 on Fox. You get 30, 40 seconds to trash anyone, anything in the world of sports. We got Chris Vanini from The Athletic coming up.
3: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
2: Alright, we're live from the tire Rack.com studios. Our next guest is a senior writer at The Athletic. Covers college football for them. We welcome Chris Vanini to the iCouple. Chris, Happy New Year. What's happening? Happy New Year, guys. Thanks for having me. No, great to have you. Let's get right to it. Um, last night, obviously, Michigan and uh, Washington advanced to the championship game. If Michigan wins, we know all that they've gone through this year and you know, maybe there are more things to come for Jim Harbaugh. Do you think there's any taint on this championship, or will they be? You know, will everybody be able to feel good about them if they win the national championship?
6: Well, I don't know if everybody's going to feel good about it, but in my mind, I think beating Alabama already kind of does that. You know, if, why, if you want to say why would you
1: say that? I mean, just and Ohio State. state. But, but I'm saying Before that doesn't that. mean that they didn't cheat previously is is my point
6: right no I I'm talking about the notion that some people think that, look, Jim Harbaugh, he couldn't beat Ohio State until after 2020 when the game got canceled. Then Connor Stallings joins the staff, and then they beat Ohio State, and they win all these Big Ten games. There's a dramatic turnaround from 2020 to the next three seasons, and a lot of people have said, well, clearly it's because of the sign ceiling That's the reason that they're winning. I think what they, I think the Alabama win shows that, no, this is a really good team. They didn't win because of that. And the fact that they've got a ton of NFL players themselves, they're not cheating their way to beating Alabama at this point. And all of their biggest games this year, the, 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 all the big games, Penn State, Ohio State, Big Ten Championship game, Alabama, those are all after the news came out, after Connor Stallings was was, was fired. So I, I think that's why I would say it's it's different. It's like they won a big game early in the year when they may have been cheating.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm not. I think people are trying to exonerate them, like it, like the scandal doesn't matter. And and the reason that I'm going to say that is, uh, Jim Harbaugh wanted his day in court and wanted due process. And when the, when the conference showed him, I guess whatever ex, whatever they had on him, that that tune changed all of a sudden, and he accepted the penalty. So I, I'm just saying, there's got to be something there. If there was nothing there. I just think Jim Harbaugh would have fought harder and louder and stronger. So I, I don't think that it's nothing went on at Michigan. And, and the coach that you mentioned uh, didn't have anything to do because the, the, the turnaround is amazing from where they were. This is a guy who had his pay cut, who had, had to take a pay cut at Michigan. Let's not forget that. That's how bad it had gotten for him. Let's flip the, let's flip the script. If they win, do you expect him to leave uh, he's got another investigation on his heels. Would there be anything left for him to prove there at Michigan? Because you know, they only have one national championship since the Louisiana purchase. So, what do you expect Jim Harbaugh to do? Um, uh, if he wins or loses, either
6: way, <laughs> yeah. I- I would say, I would say first off that nobody really has an insight into Jim Harbaugh's thinking because he's always been just a unique guy. And for much of this time, he didn't have an agent really, you know, to even put stuff out there. He has recently uh, hired Don Yee, a big NFL agent, works with Tom Brady and all kinds of stuff. So that continues to make that a real possibility. He's obviously interviewed uh, for at least the Vikings job a couple of years ago. We know he wants to go back. So I can't say for sure with Jim Harbaugh, do, but if they win the national championship and an NFL offer comes, I would be surprised if he doesn't take it. Uh, Because, like you said, he will have accomplished everything he needs to do. He clearly at Michigan, he clearly wants to get back to the NFL, and if it's a job like the Chargers, where you've got Justin Herbert to work with, I think he would love a situation like that. So, uh, yeah, if Michigan wins and the right NFL job comes, I wouldn't be surprised if he takes it.
2: Uh, We were talking about Michael Penix Jr., who obviously was fantastic last night, 430 yards, but he's 23 years old, soon to be 24, uh, or will be by the time he's drafted, uh, playing. This is his sixth season or at least part of a sixth season in college football. Does that work against him? Do you know if scouts, you know, if that even factors into their thinking? Or or do they kind of overlook it and think, you know what, this guy is legit. doesn't matter how, that he's much older than his competition.
6: This is a problem NFL evaluators are having right now because there are so many older college quarterbacks than there used to be because everybody got the extra year from the 2020 COVID waiver. Right. I don't think that's what is holding Penix back uh, in the eyes of just NFL people at this point. It's injuries. He's torn his ACL twice. He dislocated the AC joint in his right non-throwing shoulder. So he has been banged up a lot in his career. And I'm I'm sure there are probably going to be injury red flags or at least things that get flagged in that process. That is the biggest concern that teams have. But you're right. The fact that he's 23 years old, the fact that there's you know Bo Nix from Oregon, similar situation, older quarterback. At that point, how much more can you grow? Or have we seen everything you can kind of develop into. There's less of an upside than an Anthony Richardson who had only started for one season at Florida. you know. So I think that is a dramatic difference we're seeing in quarterbacks that we typically didn't have before. But when it comes to Penix, I think the injuries are the things that are holding him back from NFL, maybe more than his age at this point.
1: Uh, I, I know uh, Nick Saban justified the running play. I, I thought that was the most obvious play that that's a quarterback who runs the football, right? And, and you're going to run in that big spot, trying to run it up the middle. Uh, I know he tried to, you know, justify the, the call there. W- w- was that obvious to you or was that a surprise that that's how, what they did at the three-yard line?
6: Well, I I think the way it played out and the way it was supposed to play out are probably a little bit different. I was fine with the play being a a Jalen Nero run because I think he's your most dynamic player and you kind of want the ball in your most dynamic player's hand and the biggest play of the game. On the play, the right guard pulls to the left. And it looks like Milroe is supposed to run forward and cut left, and if he does, he's got a real good chance of getting in. The problem was first, the snap was low again, right. so he had to lean down and that that sets him behind the mark at the very beginning and he gets the ball and he panics and he just runs straight at the same time. the right tackle on that team, who's an NFL player, gets blown up into the middle of the line and panics I'm sorry uh, Milroe basically just runs into him so Michigan defended the play really well, and Alabama's offensive line, which was a mess all game, had a very bad moment to have another bad moment. No, but that's the, the reason pass, not to run the football, the
1: because of the offensive line, I mean, like I, that's no, the
6: part. But, but, he was sacked eight you, but, so, times. Uh, I mean... Right, but so if he's been sacked eight times, you don't want him to be back there to pass because you know Michigan's going to be blitzing, you know? So no. like, he didn't have that much time to pass either. Yeah, but you're you're
1: that close. I just think the obvious to me. I thought the me,
2: snap threw him off. Yeah, I just thought it that even was the obvious. Like, I, like I think he panicked because of the snap because it, it looked like even with the bad snap, he could have cut left and had a hole. And he, he just ran straight up the middle. It was like he panicked. But, yeah, it it was it looked odd, but... I think it was all thrown off by the snap. But let, let me ask you this. Rob and I were talking about Caleb Williams and, you know, whether or not Chicago should draft him or stay, stick with Justin Fields. What do you think of Caleb Williams? And obviously his backup, Miller Moss went into the bowl game and, I mean, lit it up with six touchdowns. Uh, I think as jokingly people say, my goodness, that, that kind of raised the eyebrows. Um, so what what was your, what is your take on Caleb and did
6: the performance of Moss affect it at all? I don't think the Miller-Moss performance, I don't think, makes a big difference to me because we know Lincoln Riley has a good tracker record with quarterbacks, and bowl right. games That's can be a little long. bit weird. My, my, my question with Caleb Williams all along has been, can he... Can he thrive within the structure of an offense? Because a lot of the biggest plays he makes in college are scrambling, making right. throws on the run, moving back, staying, in the, staying back uh, behind the line of scrimmage for 10 to 15 seconds before he finds somebody downfield. You're not going to be able to get away with that in the NFL. So down-to-down timing routes all these kinds of things i think that's what uh caleb williams needs to show that he can do in his workouts and various things with with other teams as opposed to it's a lot of freelancing he does it's a lot harder to do that in the nfl
2: no nah, that's fair he's got to be on time uh so you're right we'll see all right uh that is our man great stuff man we appreciate you joining us chris vanini from the thanks, athletic chris. happy new year
6: thanks thanks having me guys happy new year
2: Yep. All right, Trash Talking Tuesday is now 877-99 on Fox. Call in. You get 30 to 40 seconds of trash anyone, anything in the world of sports. Take out the papers and the trash. Oh, man, now
1: that's some good trash talking.
3: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
2: of 40% repeat customers. They give you the tools you need to save and grow your money with reliable returns and take charge of your financial future. It's a better way to invest because it's investing your way. So change the game. Get started today with as little as $1,000 at GameBridge.io. All right, it's the Odd Couple, Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. We are live from the... Firetirerack.com studios, and it's time for Trash Talking Tuesday.
3: Don't you ever talk about me? It's Trash Talking
1: Tuesday. It's your teeth, Reggie. I don't know whether to smile at you or kick a field goal, man. All right, here we go. We're gonna start, Chris, with our old friend who usually has older references. Can you believe that? We're starting no. with Mace. know who that is. Happy New Year wow. in
2: San Diego. Happy New Year, Mace.
1: Mace, who you trashing? It's going to be
7: Kendrick Perkins, one of the worst commentators on that garbage network ESPN. You're definitely in the running for worst employee right behind those two male Karens, Michael Wilbon and Tony Kornheiser. How you (laughs) survived all the layoffs at ESPN is blasphemous. More importantly, in 2011, you were on that stupid social media platform, X, formerly known as Twitter, and went to say that you didn't like Kobe Bryant, that he was not tough, and that you also didn't like Phil Jackson stating that he was arrogant. This just goes to show what a coward you are. You didn't have the balls to say that to Kobe Bryant's face. You had to resort to typing out on a platform just like some loser who lives in their mom's basement. We all know that if you said that to Kobe Bryant's face, you would have ended up like Rudy Tomjanovich after sustaining a punch from Kermit Washington back in 1977. I'm 40 years old and I don't have Twitter or any stupid social media platforms because they're all freaking stupid and responsible for the deterioration of this country. Studies have shown social media causes depression, perpetuates narcissism, is a complete time waster, and deteriorates brain cells at an alarming rate. You need to stop this crap in your life. All you listeners out there better make this a New Year's resolution and delete all your social media platforms. You're all playing in the hands of destroying this country by continuing to use all forms of social media. Once you eradicate this crap in your life, your level of intelligence will go up 1,000-fold. And since Kinslet Perkins is a simpleton who's attached to social media, you're so ugly that when you go on porno, your Internet gets disconnected.
1: My
2: goodness gracious! Hey, Talk about. A hug. Talk I knew about, he needed one in 2023, but looks like he needs one in 2024. In
4: 2024, too. the first wow. day.
1: Wow! My goodness. 877-99 on Fox. If you want to jump in and you haven't jumped in, uh, here's your opportunity, Alex. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio.
3: Thanks for taking my call. Long oh, time, Alex, first you, time. Who you
1: trashing, Alex? <laughs>
3: so, guys, I know that you are worldly gentlemen. Chris Broussard is a big television star now, so he has no little time for us little people, you know. But see, Rob Parker, see. well, I don't know if you guys know this, but VJ Husky and Martin Weiss filled in on the show last week, Thursday and Friday, and I'm going to trash the I couple
1: without Rob Parker and Chris
2: Broussard. Right, right. So Rob wasn't on either. No, oh, I was oh, forced off. Oh, they did the, the whole that? I couple.
3: Yes, they oh, do yeah, it Thursday right. and Friday. Wow. So now, Chris, you want to know who I'm trashing? Uh
2: oh. VJ and Mark? I'm trashing <laughs> VJ Husky because
3: this man came on the airwaves and Chris Broussard said, VJ, Uh-oh. I am hearing you tell everybody you're the new odd couple. And he said, No, Chris, that's never happened. But now I got receipts, Chris. you want to hear what, what I,
1: say? I got? Yeah, what say? Oh, You yeah, got the let's tape? Uh, happy to be here. What, what do they call us? It? The diet odd couple. I
2: like the even couple. Talk. Nah, I like I like the next up odd couple. <laughs> the new odd couple. New I, odd yeah, couple. Chris, I said it. I said it, Chris. Get him, Chris. <laughs> wow, wow. I mean, look, odd I, I couple zero. I couple odd like, couple. Diet odd couple. All that, but BJ did come on the show and deny it right he said, he say, right. we got the proof vj you gotta answer this i might you know one day when rob's off i might have to bring him back and uh you know uh, take him out to the woodshed again
1: like, <laughs> my <laughs> goodness gracious VJ, i couldn't believe but,
2: it right uh it's okay How, you know, they, they were uh, a couple light okay okay rob
8: g who are you trashing i'm trashing darvin ham sandwich
1: Wow, I like
2: Uh-oh. that nickname. Okay, yeah, it's a Rob Disrupted Parker special. Lakers fan.
1: That is. That, hey, Rob G, that's all that. I feel
8: like that get, That got my legs. Like, you know, NBCU later, CBSU yes. soon. Like, Darvin Ham sandwich could be the next one. <laughs> I like You that. can use that on the challenge, Rob. I'll, I'll you. use it's that okay. on Sunday to challenge, right? Uh, no, look, we don't go from the Western Conference finals and have better players to on the, the roster players. and they get worse. <laughs> like, it doesn't make any sense. The only reason why it's happening. Well, y'all old, man. We have one guy who's old. What are, they, what are they, 17 and 17? Yes, Rob best Because he's got an infatuation with Cam Reddish, a veteran minimum <laughs> signing. Like I got to start him over Austin Reeves and D'Angelo Russell and Hachimura because Cam Reddish shooting 30% from three is exactly what this team needs. Take your hands out of your pockets, my guy, and start coaching better.
2: Wow. 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 Or at Rob least put G a little mayo boy. on your sandwich. You know what I'm saying? Rob G is not playing. I'm going to save all my trash talk for Rob's party. When I have to roast him. Uh, okay. Rob Parker. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have
1: a, a tube of uh, barbecue sauce to be poured on my back during the show.
2: That sounds a little I sexy don't, man, I don't, don't, even, know what to, g- I don't g- even know what to do with that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh yeah, Rob G will be there with me. I know Monsie won't, Rob G will. Al- Alex, you coming? Uh when is it? Oh, see, he ain't coming. here's another, ex, ex that's another no, another no. It's all right. I didn't say you know no. What? It's it's
1: always, you know what? You don't worry about the people who aren't at a party. You worry about the people who have made the effort to get there, for real. And that's what I'll be we looking forward to enjoying we that time with the people who've made the effort to come out
2: all to right. celebrate sixty all years right. on this. Well, we earth. got an hour left. Y'all know what to do. Keep it locked. It's the Eye Couple. at GameBridge.io.